This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 28. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode number 28. I'm Will, and here with me are Scott the Shrimp Boat Superstar. (laughs) Yes, I am. Hello. And Rebecca, whose Halloween madness continues. Hello. I made that noise. That's not the music box. It's going to keep going, isn't it? It's a good thing Rebecca has overdraft protection because she is buying all the Halloween at the stores. There is so much Halloween stuff I just leave on the shelf, even though I don't need to because it could all come home with me and it does not. Well, also, I was going to ask a classy accessory is Scott's bracelet that he's wearing. And I want to hear all about this bracelet. Yeah, uh, my my daughter's into uh, the one, uh, Rainbow Looms is the name brand, but it's a you know rubber bands that you can make into bracelets or animal figures mm-hmm. or whatever you want, mm-hmm. um, and it's all looming, I guess you could call it. <laughs> She's working the loom. <laughs> yeah. So 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 she she I, I specifically said I want purple and uh, yellow because mm-hmm. you know Skeletor whatever. And so I get it, and she's like, "Here you go," and I'm like, "Honey, there's there's rainbow in there <laughs> with, with the purple on y'all." She's like, "Yeah, I did that so you could find it <laughs> in the dark if you dropped it," and I'm like, uh, "Okay, thanks." Well, I just like that no matter what you tell her, she's gonna do what she's gonna do because she asks you what you want, but in the back of her head, she's thinking you're getting rainbow no matter what happens. Well, I, I think she did it and then thought it was too plain or something, mm-hmm. and then just. She's like, she I knows have, I have all these you. other colors. I'm just going to put them in there. Yeah, if you knew about rainbow, you would have asked for it, surely. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. And all of her other friends got rainbow ones, of course. Oh, you, and you've been wearing it to work, and yeah. and it, she 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 wants to know who's asked about it mm-hmm. so she can know how popular it is. Yeah. And she's taking orders, if anybody yeah. needs one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she will... Uh, she will do it, or Sarah will help her do it. Either <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, if you want one, Will, any colors, just let me know. <laughs> and, or Rebecca, Rebecca, it's, it's not limited to work friends. <laughs> so, any any colors you can dream of, they will maybe make it on your bracelet. Yeah, and if we don't have the color, we'll just say no. <laughs> At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 1, Episode 19, Enchanted Castle. The air date was October 2nd, 1985. And in this episode, She-Ra and Bo seek the help of an old friend after being captured by Queen Mortella's warriors. Now, can I just say that I was very disappointed that this is not about the Crystal Castle, because I thought... Enchanted Castle, we're going to get the Crystal Castle. We did not. Momentarily, I, I thought the same thing, but I remember, I think I put this one in our guide because it has so many new characters uh, listed that we could get introduced to. And I wouldn't say they had more of a cameo, but we still got to meet some pretty cool ones. I don't know if you saw uh, right at the beginning, there was, I think we had Pika Blue and a Butterfly Lady and... 
Oh yeah, no. Uh, we uh, when this episode opens, I mean, it it opens on a who's who of the uh, um, <laughs> luminaries of of uh, Etheria. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you need to be seen, you need to be at Castispella's castle party. Yeah, that's where it was. Oh yeah, everybody. Glimmer. I saw Glimmer. I saw Frosta. I did see her. Yeah, there was there was a. Yes, everybody was there. Uh, Frosta, Frost, Frosta, Frostra, right? Frostra, Frostra, Frosta. I don't remember. Not frosting. frosting. Yeah, frosty <laughs> chocolate, vanilla. Frosting, delicious frosting. Um, yeah, she was there. I didn't see her. She was in just in the background. They did like a panning yeah. shot. Yeah, I, I, saw, like I, saw, I saw a butterfly lady, other lady with wings. I think somebody invited. Lady. Yeah, somebody invited the uh, Smurf people to what the Twiggets. They were there too. I think. Well, yeah, you have to invite them. It's just rude not to. Yes, uh, Sprograss have a hairnet for his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I like you just assume they're the catering staff. Shoulder nets? Is that what they're called? Shoulder nets. <laughs> <laughs> He's cooking in the kitchen. You don't have your shoulder nets on. Get them on. <laughs> so, um, I just want to say, before we start talking about this, nobody spoil the big surprise at the end, okay? Okay. It's a big deal. Look, I think we've been doing this long enough to know when to draw out a surprise for everyone who is clearly waiting with bated breath to see how this episode from 1985 <laughs> of a children's cartoon ends. This is Sorcerer's Attack 1. There is plenty of food for all. Okay, so the reason they're all here is not just because they need to be seen and move up in their social circles. Ostensibly, it's because Mr. Core is having a freedom celebration. And we learn pretty quickly that we're going to get a flashback episode. I was going to ask this. Do you think this episode... No, scratch that. Never mind. I was going to ask, does it need to be a flashback? But I, I guess I guess I know why it has to be a flashback. Because to tell the zinger, I was like, why is this a flashback? I, I couldn't I couldn't piece it together. It was odd. Right. Yes. It, this uh, Shira has puzzled many great minds over the years <laughs> with their complex narratives and, and choices and tropes. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I feel better about that. Shira. Well, right off the bat, when we start this flashback, I am incredibly upset. And why is that? It's because we have been indulging the stupid, stupid story about Bo being a musician. Yeah, I, well, I see, I was happy about that because I keep thinking every time we're going to get it now. We're going to hear the song, finally. And they keep... No, uh, we didn't. We they, didn't hear a song. Yeah, huh? they keep covering it up. If They keep playing it up. We need to hear one of these awesome songs he writes. And then also, what is this instrument he's playing? It's some kind of a lyre. Like it's not even a it's not even a proper guitar. And then also, if they were trying to make his name like a pun, like mm-hmm. what like he could have played violin, so he could have be like bow that you shoot and bow oh. that you. But it wasn't. It was just some. Stu- it was terrible. You know what? They should have made his bow an instrument. Like he could put a bow across the string of the bow or something like that. Yeah, he could pluck it. Yeah, he could yeah, play yeah. The, the the saw. With <laughs> he, he could play the song. And then I feel Sprocker. like it's more of a Sprocker. Yeah, I was going to say it's more of a Sprocker <laughs> I was instrument. I going to say Sprocker could come out and blow a jug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blowing is, a jug is more right. <laughs> That's yeah. what I want in every band. The, the twig. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I mean, I hear about a new super group. I'm like, okay, who's blowing your jug? Like, I got to know. <laughs> who's on jug? <laughs> Do it got three X's on it? Because it ain't no good if you don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, at some point, uh, they need to say hick. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
didn't say stop. <laughs> what in the world were we talking? Oh yeah, and then also there were there were multiple references to um, how lovely his song was. I was on my way back to Whispering Woods when I heard the most beautiful music. Also, I feel like Adora says this like twice. Yeah, they're making a big deal about it. I feel like they're going to need to deliver on that at some What's point. What's this lovely music? Oh, it's Bo. What kind of music do you think it is? Do you think it's like a folk song or a baldy song or a pop song? Uh, are those different? <laughs> how, many, how many genres can you play with an instrument that looks like a Christmas decoration? I think it can only be like a, a topical folk song that might take a little jab at the king or something i think back then that's the only type of song jab you could at the do. Horde, yeah of course. yeah yeah i think yeah there's there's something whole... about hordax pig nose maybe yeah something where the sheriff would have to come in and, and <clears throat> saves like who's singing these seditious songs yeah although there's not too much venom in a song that has to be like plucked like pizzicato well, style venom in that I guess they're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, see. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's a question for Bo that we'll never know. You know who else was not impressed with his song was the Snake Men, <laughs> who somehow, for some reason, are going shopping in the in the market. They, they, and they're they, like, hey, there's the, 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 what did they say? There's there's a musician in the rebellion. It must be him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's exactly one. Like, yeah. there's one over there, too. Like, is he, is he in the rebellion? Right. I would, mean, I, I would feel that that music would be a big part of the rebellion. Because, first of all, it always is. And then also, you're always sitting around a campfire and waiting for Madame Raz to turn things into pancakes. And so you would think there'd be a lot of sing-alongs. I mean, it wouldn't be good music in the rebellion, but there would be music. What do you call the in-between time between she's making pancakes? (laughs) (laughs) That's a question. (laughs) Your flip timer. I don't think there'd be any opportunity for anybody else to play music because Bo's probably one of those annoying guys at a party in high school. If anybody's got a guitar, he has to get it and try to play fake plastic trees. or (laughs) Or or you're, You're just trying to walk to the quad... And he's just he's just sitting under a tree, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's playing some wonderful music over mm-hmm. there." You're like, I just want to go eat. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. That's that's the worst. Uh, well, we know the Snake Men are bad because they hate music. It must be him. Then let's grab him. Hordak will be pleased. Besides, I hate music. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I hate music. Me too. That was a good detail. That did make me laugh. <laughs> so these guys, these are like horde dudes who are so lowly ranked that they don't even have names. What, what, or do they? I, we're start, Okay, so I looked this up. Okay, oh, okay so you know thank we're, you. We're, thank have, God. I have to figure out about the action figures. <laughs> so this is, we're slowly starting to see the snake men that were going to be a big deal. One of them is Ratlore, who we saw without lines one time in a horde uh, tank. And then he's showed up with uh, one of the first appearances of Tongue Lashore. Mm-hmm. And, um, tongue Lashore? Yes. But uh, he sh- appeared in the cartoons when he was still in the prototype, when his toy was still in the prototype stage. So that's why he doesn't look anything like his toy. Uh, so that's supposed to be Tongue Lasher and, and Rat Lore. So if you want to keep up with your snake pen, that's, that's who we got. Well, that does I just sound like how their tongues are always out. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. <laughs> yes, as, as is the custom. You know, Spirit, it's too nice a day to let Hordak's henchmen ruin it for Bo. Hmm, maybe we should teach them a little music appreciation. I'd love to teach them a lesson they won't forget. And then um, uh, I guess they get dispatched pretty quickly. Do they even try to make a move on Bo? I don't even remember. 
I just tuned uh, that out. Uh, Adora sees that they're going to cause trouble and preemptively turns into She-Ra and then tries to get rid of them. And she's pretty rough on them. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it occurs to me, like, you know, so so her method of dealing with them was pretty ingenious. You know, she goes and she flies them along and she makes some vague reference to making them appreciate music. And I was like... She's broadening she- their horizons by giving them a wider view of the world. Yes, which is very, very uh, esoteric because I was thinking, like, is she going to like drop them on a piano factory like i'm saying like like what, where is the lesson here but it said she drops them on top of like a tall pillar of stone and then um now they're left wondering how they're going to get down and and then it's like well she's awfully chipper about their ability to do so like they're not too brilliant like and then they starve to death yeah they might starve <laughs> 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 that uh didn't necessarily have to happen but i don't know about you i actually laughed out loud when um they wonder when are we gonna get well how are we gonna get our tank hordak's gonna be so mad and then she comes along on swift wind <laughs> flying with the tank in her <laughs> that arms that was a good Move. It was a good gag. I did appreciate that, and then she just like left that too. But that was great. That actually made me laugh. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I thought you'd be lonesome without your tank. Shira shows back up at the village as Adora and uh, talks to Bo, and Bo wants to know if uh, they want to travel together to. Um, somewhere, but they have to go through the dark woods or something. The dark forests of Mysticor. Yes. This is back when Mysticor was a dump, like Eternia is. Mm-hmm. Was, Mysticor was just a big, dark forest dump. Uh, and Bo tells her that she'd probably be better off having a man with her. And mm-hmm. I was glad to see that she and Spirit laughed about that to themselves. Yeah, I love to think about her and Spirit just gossiping about what an idiot he is all the time. <laughs> and, and, and how embarrassing he's going to be whenever she turns into Shira. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, Bo, we don't look that different. You're being kind of a jerk. <laughs> it's pretty much, it's pretty much just me with like my hair a little different, different clothes. And it, you know, he's probably like, you know, you know what, Adora, for uh, Halloween, you could be Shira. <laughs> <laughs> Bo and I rode toward the dark forest, unaware of the strange adventure which lay just ahead of us. All right, so on their way out, they uh, find this old lady in a gully. <laughs> I like they said gully. I hadn't heard gully in a while. <laughs> they, uh, gully is a good word. That's a good place to play a jug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. a gully, yeah. 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 Uh, 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 the, the sound down in the gully is good. The reflection. Yeah. The reflection that yeah. Sticks that there. is true. D- Dark forest gully band. There you go. Yep. You, you slide your britches down this here gully. Are you going to watch the DFGB concert? Oh, man. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, look at those letters. <laughs> Uh, that's good. You would. That's a jam band. That's the it worst. It definitely is a jam band. Yeah. A jug jam band actually sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> a beautiful nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's really going for it. Oh, they're playing my favorite, Down Below. They're all called Down Below. <laughs> 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 Greatest hits of a jug band. Like what? What are some more song titles of this of this here gully jug band? Uh, blowing hard <laughs> or blowing low? Yeah. Blowing low, blowing hard, whistling in the wind. Uh-huh. That's one. So, lots of things on the wind. Yeah, like lots of things in the wind. Yeah, yeah. or on the wind. Promise on the wind, or something like. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Spittle in the wind mm-hmm. instead of candle in the wind. Tastes yeah. like cork. <laughs> I suspicious man. 
ready for Act Two. Did you hear that? Oh, it's coming from over there. So right when they set foot in there, they see old Mother Hubbard who's moaning pitifully. Yeah, what was that? She's like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, is that an animal somewhere that's dying? That did not sound great. That was not no, a good moment. Well, that is so bad. Did you hear? Adora said, said, it's okay to be right down. She says, just wait there and lie quietly. <laughs> did you hear her say that? Please be quiet. Yeah, just don't make that noise anymore and we will save you. Just lie quietly. We'll have you out of there in a minute. Yeah, so they do save her. And then, you know, whenever she's thanking them, she's saying that she doesn't have anything to give them. Like, of course, which we all could have told you that. But she says, like, I'm just a poor old woman. And it's like... Whenever I hear this in like in like a film or a television show, whenever someone describes themselves as like a poor old something, like I'm just a simple country man, or like I'm just a poor old woman, like would you ever describe yourself so pitifully in your life? Only if you had magical abilities (laughs) or poison apples that you were hiding. Yeah, you know, no one who was actually pitiful will ever describe themselves pitiful. Or if you showed up at any sort of like quorum in an official capacity uh, with a with a really intricate plan to change everybody's mind to do something evil no, i may I'm, just be a- <laughs> <laughs> i'm just a humble school teacher don't know nothing about no plans or city doing but i believe we should dump this tonic in the river <laughs> <laughs> i believe we should let that army come through here or then, like, I'm just a little kid, sir, but I think we ought to, like, you know, let You're the... You're about to get a dangerous idea. I was going to say, like, there's about to be a demon, like, who, like, possesses everyone. Well, she did keep giving all these really creepy smiles to the camera. Well, I could not decode them because she really did. She looked at the camera all the time, and I couldn't decide if she was looking pitiful, smug... Or like... Or just crazy old lady. <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of weird eye contact going on there. Maybe it just confused you about, you know, what what's going on. Oh in yeah, you, you weren't you weren't supposed to know if she was yeah, good just or a misdirection. bad. Yeah, yeah. But those those looks were very very uh, confounding. Mm-hmm. They were very confusing. L- lots of, lots going on there in those looks. Well, she did give him fair warning. She did say that be careful about the danger in the dark forest that you already knew about. And that's true because Bo and Adora get ambushed by some creepy knights whose eyes light up whenever they talk, which I enjoyed. And they shot lasers from their lances and captured Bo and Adora. Yeah, and you know what? This is where I have to think that uh, Spirit slash Swift Wind just had to act like pitiful because I was like, after Bo's horse spooked when he got lasered, I was like, well, there's no way Spirit's going to get spooked. He wouldn't do it. And then, like, he did. And I just feel like he had to act like the oh, other sure, horse. Oh, sure, sure, sure. When you were a kid, did you ever act worse? Because, like, the kids around you were acting bad. So yes. you had to, like, do like that. <laughs> <laughs> not, well, not me. I, it just, it happens a lot. But it happens, though. Oh, it God. happens, though. Well, I probably did it, too, when I was younger. I'm sure you did. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I, I could set small fires around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did fire, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is about fire. It just, it's exciting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
You are the reason Especially why they, in the house. Why they didn't have those Smokey the Bear commercials for all of the years of our childhood. Well, they didn't tell you how much fun fires were. Yeah, exactly. No, don't, don't make fires uh, children. I know we have a heavy... Yeah, there, there are lots of impressionable children yes. who are listening. Uh, we, we used to go into the woods and make forts, and yeah. we used to make s- small fires. Yeah. Well, I wasn't Boy Scouts. I was getting mixed messages. Which is surprising, because it was by like a neighborhood, and you think it would create a lot of smoke? And I think it did. <laughs> and no one, we never got in trouble for it. Like The, the neighbors like were the so upset. firefighters never came by or anything. Your slave task will be to keep the fire burning brightly. It must never, ever burn low. Never! Well, this is a great segue because the villain <laughs> has to keep a fire going to keep to keep her uh, powers relevant. And uh, Bo and Adora are taken to her castle, and they go through the drawbridge, and they meet her in her little uh, anteroom. And this is Queen Mortella, and this looks right Mistress, up Mistress Re- Mistress Mortella. Yeah, this is right up Rebecca's alley. She ain't no queen. No, I don't know. Is is she right up my alley? Well, what the whole thing? She's like- a high cheekbone evil queen. You yeah, wear that yeah. you you wear that thing a lot around your head, don't you? <laughs> yes. And what, the, what is that called? What is it? Just a, the diadem. <laughs> she has. She, she had like that, a. But she also had a head wrap. She had, was it, is that a diadem or a tiara? Is I guess what, it's is, a tiara. Is it, is it well, she had like the um, uh, sleeping beauty evil queen thing going on, where you've got kind of like the tight uh, quaff cap thing, but then you have like a diadem thing around it or something yeah and it was green i thought it was an interesting color scheme you usually well, you know what i thought about the color scheme as first i saw like the acid green i'm like okay this is a new kind of evil color i mm-hmm. like it because usually they go like purple mm-hmm. even, pink, evil pink purple cape. yeah but then like she had the pink cape and it like reminded me of if you're a kid and you have a coloring book and you're like well here's this lady mm-hmm. i don't know what's going on with her but we'll do green i'll do pink and then like melon colored like she just had a few weird colors going on and that's mortella in a nutshell you know she's a coloring book villain which describes her pretty Uh, well there there's there's not a whole lot she, she doesn't have a lot of charisma you know and uh, as we soon come to find out, like it's it's because like really the source of her power is just her mystical fire, and you know probably without it she would be pretty uh, pretty pretty weak. And that's the task she wants Adora and Bo to do for her. She says they're going to be slaves, and their slave task is to make sure that the fires never go out. And so she puts them in a dungeon next to a big pit, and she has some um, rhyming magic to put them in there. Forces of magic, hear me well. Take these two inside that cell. I've noticed uh, in in Eternia and Etheria, all the magic has to rhyme. Have you noticed that? (laughs) That is how you say a spell. Yeah, you can't do a spell without rhyming. I didn't notice that. Is it the, all really? All yeah, even Orcos, oh, yeah, I think, I guess does a that. couple of them, yeah. <laughs> I do remember Orcos. So, my name is Mortella, and I'm here to say... <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what happened. Yes. You're in this prison in a major way. <laughs> give me give me one. Give me some magic, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> what? She's, she's too... She's too but upset. They, but they all have to start with I'm here to say it. Yeah, that's how gonna... you know. It's how yeah, you know magic and rapping is about to start. <laughs> oh my god. My name is Casta Spella and I'm here to say can I start you out with some breadsticks today? That's pretty good. What? That's that was good really good. Yeah. That's very good on the spot, okay? You're just like, that took me like 15 seconds and you're like, well, that's okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it because that was too good. <laughs> See? You got you to gotta think of a, a, a gimmick. 
And we've already said um, way and today. So you're kind of out of options. <laughs> you're going to have to get pretty creative. There are no more rhymes. <laughs> way and today. Oh, you guys rhymed way and today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also you have to start all rhymes with what your name is and you're here to say. That's, well, the, that's that format. So it's half done for you, like, yeah, you know, like already. You pretty much need to see, pick, figure out what the theme of your magician is, and that'll tell you what your punchline's going to be, probably. Okay. Well, now that we know how to do this, that's, expect that, to hear... Now you know how to ca- cast magic. Expect to hear this whole line. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very sorry. So you and Bo were locked in a dungeon behind the bottomless pit, and you didn't have your sword. How did you get away? Thank goodness... That Adora and Bo have a window in their prison. Because Isn't that helpful? They see the old lady outside coming in to sell her tonics to evil queen slash mistress Mortella. And yeah, so her, her job is to slave away finding magical herbs to uh, sell, in air quotes, to Mortella. So that Mortella can like do, do magic with them. And then she'll like magic her a pitiful little gold piece in return for her troubles. But she's not allowed to leave the Mysticor, like the, the dark, dark woods of, yeah. of Mysticor. So she is essentially a slave. Everyone is. Now, I'm not going to be too hard on everyone in Mysticor right now. But since they never really explained if the fire was magical, you'd think at some point they would have just like come in there with a bucket. <laughs> Oh, you mean the old lady could have come anyone, in there and just doused the fire? Anyone could have had a bucket. Anybody with a bucket. In, it's a chemical fire, though. So but that, okay, if you now, throw that water your, on it, it sorry. might just be like getting everywhere. That is it's your like, assumption. Oh, okay, Maybe that's yeah. the, oh, the thing that held them off. It's like, it's just we can't afford fire. to make this mistake. <laughs> right. It's just Guys, grease fire. They just keep throwing gre- bacon grease into it's it. Grease <laughs> we, we don't know what, how to put it's out just, this type of fire. Why does it smell like bacon around here all the time? <laughs> That's just burning, burning bacon grease. Uh, I'm just saying, at some point, somebody should have tried a bucket. Just just try one bucket, and, and then I'll endless, feel. Endless supply from Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> grease trap. Right to the castle. Scott, didn't you say that when you used to get off your shift at Red Lobster, people used to gossip in front of you, like in line, when you'd stop by the grocery store about how you smelled? Um, I've, I, I've had it, I had it once. A lady, <laughs> lady didn't say anything. You could tell that she was smelling something or whatever, and I'm like, "It's me. I just got off work. I'm sorry." <laughs> I because you know you have to like. I just stopped at like the grocery store real quick to grab one item and mm-hmm. go home, and you know, and smelling you smelling like swordfish. You, oh, you just stink! And <laughs> the funny part is, is uh, it's, my wife used to work there too, and and she was in line somewhere, and the lady's like, the lady once said to somebody else, "Ray Fires, like, do you smell fish?" <laughs> And of course, Sarah also proceeded to say, "Yes, it's me." That is so sad. That is a sad story. I mean, it's so like I remember I worked there when I was in college, and just like my room stunk, and like <laughs> I try, I try to like keep my clothes like outside or like you know like my shoes and stuff like that, just because. Oh my word! <laughs> See, and that's even sad. And I in high school during the summer manned a stand called. Sausage Works. Oh man! <laughs> at Dollywood. What? Oh, at Dollywood. Okay. At Dollywood, and I never smelled my clothes. Never smelled that bad. Like I'm like it was always like ugh. Like I gotta get home and wash these. But it was never like strangers would comment on it bad. And you think it would because it was like you know. I mean, it, it, I I would working. never wear my coat inside. Uh. I would leave my coat outside because. 
I, I didn't want it smelling like fish. And it's funny because all the late, all the older, you know, there's some older ladies there. You know, it's like dead of the winter and I'm coming in without a coat on and they're like, where's your coat? And I'm like, it's in the car. Like, I don't want it to smell like fish. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, we gave up that dream so many years ago, little Scott. Like, <laughs> we're fish smoking. people now. We're fish people now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you could cover up with the smell of smoke. Yeah, that's why they all smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this story has a happy ending. You still love shrimp. And yeah. Rebecca still... Um, Eats sausage? No. Loves Dolly Parton. It does? Oh, okay. Well, that is that was Stockholm Syndrome, but yes. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Your kindness has not been forgotten. I've come to help you. But what can you do? The pit is bottomless, and we're behind bars. Oh, I might be able to do something. So they get free from the prison because Mother Hubbard shows up. What do they call her? They don't call her anything. Okay, Mother Hubbard. She's an old lady. She shows up um, by making a dervish of herself and uh, floating across the pit and then disappearing their door and Bo and Adora are like, well, that's pretty neat, but we can't get over there. She's like, well, that's uh, okay. What's that in your uh, cloak, Bo? And then Bo pulls out a deck of magic cards he says he uses for tricks and then she makes a magical bridge and he says, you'll have to show me that trick. Yeah, and then he makes Adora walk over it first. Yeah, he, <laughs> he recoils in terror at the depths and he says, you first, Adora. <laughs> And you know, he was just mad that they were even rescued because it's like his dream come true. He was like stuck in a cell with a girl he liked. He's like, anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like three hours in. He's like, well. Yeah, I think that means that you're my girlfriend. <laughs> Would you ever like me more than friends? She's like, Bo, please. Would oh you ever God. like me more than friends? God, I hadn't heard that in forever. <laughs> and then he, he, pulls, he pulls a random, uh, like, ukulele or something out of his butt like, he's like i wrote this song for you oh last oh, time i was in prison maybe he pulls out a bracelet and she's like what well, only says best friends if it had said i'd love you oh, i think about it boo. <laughs> game where it's special <laughs> the funny part is i think he doesn't really care that much about adora's affections he's a she-ra man so it's hilarious he makes such a distinction like they're so different oh yeah completely night and day night and day difference this is swiftwick join us for act three why must she keep the fire burning it is the source of motella's power she even conjured up her knights out of the magic flames the fire has allowed her to rule these many years yeah, so then they can just immediately go and confront Mortella. Yeah, there's a lot of action here. You know, we're all, we're, you know, at least Rebecca and I are terrible about following action, but the things that stood out to me were. <laughs> Don't include me in your, well, in I know your you deficiency. Do, I, I, know, I know you uh, check out when there's a lot of moving on the screen. I don't care to follow action scenes because I know the important thing is the end. Right. The resolution you of the action. You wait for the explosion. Yeah. So the important things from the action you're were Machiavellian. Is that what you're saying? And, <laughs> and justifies the means. Yes, that is just what I'm saying. Well, okay. uh, also we just like talking. I guess. Yes. We like talking more than than paying attention swords. to. Yes, the- and also that I get I get confused very easily. You by, have your uh, own problems. By you editing, I need to watch more of them with you guys. And there's a lot of quick edits. Like there's not. I, I get so I confused. I have to watch them like in like my own time and then mm-hmm. it's like i'm doing stuff and i remember uh, we were watching uh top gun and i was getting so upset because they have like a scene where they'd be talking in the bathroom and then they'd be in a uh, airplane like how did he get from the bathroom to the airplane <laughs> so action scenes really give me a hard time you you, you want like 20 minutes of him walking <laughs> yeah <laughs> and remember changing his clothes 
35 minutes left. I probably have time to get in my car and get to the airport. And then, uh, remember we watched need to one log of a flight plan. The, and... the grudge, the second one, oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah, saw yeah. it. And then apparently, so I don't really remember it. All right. But it's, it took, there were two different like protagonists or whatever. And one was in a, the United States and the other was in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then Will was asking questions at the end of the movie in like, the car. Yeah. How they got back and forth from the U S to Japan all the time thinking it was the same person. And I'm like, <laughs> well, those were different people across the globe from each other and they kept cutting back and forth are you serious oh this movie sucks <laughs> not believable at all uh, he's like oh you mean the you mean the uh the supernatural girl they didn't explain her was nope getting from japan to the u.s and back too too quickly it's like they are different girls so do you feel better about the show now or no yeah because i, I yeah because okay. otherwise it was a pretty good movie i liked it <laughs> <laughs> What? Are we talking about like Critters Three? Good or <laughs> I just have I just have fun. I remember that the the creature design and stuff was good. I liked right, it and right. good sounds and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, there oh was yeah, the a... important stuff about the fighting. The we learned the little uh, night guys are complete like illusions uh, from the fire, and also Shira. You can hear her um, rock and roll arrangement of her theme a little better. I do like the rock and roll arrangements. I do like all the guitars. Yeah, they they had the bass guitar. The it was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, I, I, I did like what they did with the score in this episode. Mm-hmm. And then of course it is, it does warrant mentioning that she does transform into Shira. Bo is not watching. Uh huh. But she stays She-Ra for the rest of the episode. He should have put it together. And he never comments on it. He never oh, says, yeah. Where where's Adora go? go? She and did. Then, she didn't make it. Yeah. Or did he just assume, like, like uh, I don't know. She was know. Mortello all along. <laughs> <laughs> right? There was, there was some confusion there. And then the other thing that I really enjoyed was that it was just like a video game dungeon mm-hmm. where, like, you get to the boss and they conveniently have your stolen gear in a chest yeah, behind fun. their throne. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah, it was just like like Skyrim or whatever. You're like, well, where's this artifact I need? It's probably in that chest behind That's the throne. That's a fun moment, though, because you know somebody's about to get it when you got your gear back. There's nothing makes you more angry than when they take your gear away. That's oh, like true. in Fable, they did that, too. Oh, yeah, that now, was As soon great. as you get your sword back, like somebody in the <laughs> warden's office is about to get it. I'm going to whoop everybody. <laughs> Y'all gonna be sorry. <laughs> I thought you'd learned your lesson. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, so Mother Hubbard is fighting with her, and then Mortella makes some snakes wrap around uh, Mother Hubbard. Then Adora knocks down the drawbridge outside and throws the drawbridge into the water, which splashes up a bunch of mutter- water from the moat into the palace and that puts out Mortella's uh, fire and I guess kills Mortella. She just sort of vaporizes into gas. Never trust a woman what's made out of gas. <laughs> I, ju- I just want to say in the action scenes that you guys missed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was stymied by a tapestry. I did uh, see that yeah. part. Oh, that well, was that and uh, uh, She-Ra took castle walls and moved them and slammed rock together to stop oh, the guy yeah. from chasing Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Okay, yeah, I do yeah, remember I was that. Like, yeah, that was fun. I was like, whoa, what, what the... Also, she asked Bo to throw a rope somewhere, and he says something like, it's as easy as bibble pie, and I was what like... What is bibble pie? I don't know, and now I don't want to know, because I was just is mad. Is that some twiggit nonsense? It is twiggit nonsense. Probably. It's probably like elderberry. Yeah. Okay. Bibble pie. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's a tick in the can't date Bo column. I feel Seriously. like there's some toe hair in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There's definitely no hair in Bibble Pie. You know Sprocker's like, do you like it, Sierra? And she's like, "Mm, yeah, it's good, Sprocker. Ew. (laughs) Will Will motioned to pull a tiny hair out of his mouth. I'm horrified. It's from my shoulder, not my toe. (laughs) Ew. Or like it's like I I'm envisioning like bubbly berries, but then like the bubbles are just from saliva, like Sprocker. Yeah, that's disgusting. Well, I've grossed like myself. He spits out. in the pie before he cooks it. Like accidentally, he just gets really excited. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be great exactly. pie. That's how you get I love pie. this pie. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Uh. It's All time right. for the surprise. It's time for the oh, big zinger. No, it's almost time for the big zinger. When she is, when uh, Mortella has is is like disappearing and vanishing into a puff of smoke, uh-huh. and she's losing her power. She says, "No, my wonderful power!" <laughs> like it was leaving her, and I thought that was very funny. Like you know, my wonderful power, it's gone. Uh, well, I, we, she could, she couldn't think of a rhyme in time. She could have. I know. Could have pulled it together. She could have. What's the zinger? What's the twist? Wouldn't you know, all along, she wasn't really Mortella, or the old lady. Mortella <laughs> was there. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You got confused. The old lady who was still there. Why is the old lady still there? Also, is another she was question. Fighting snakes. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, what? She was oh, right. She was. Snakes, t- yeah. She was. She was tied up with snakes, and she, so she couldn't escape. Because I yeah. was like, shouldn't she have like gone out of there? But she didn't know she was fighting. Too much action. Too much action. You said there's a warbling tone. When, I'm dying from the suspense. When what Mortella, happened? What happened? When what Mortella happened? vaporized and disappeared, and her magic disappeared, then the magic making the old lady a crone disappeared, and it was... Hey, Castaspella! True queen of Mysticor. The yes. true queen of Mysticor. <laughs> Apparently. I don't know why Mortella was like... It wasn't enough to make her a slave and bound to the woods of Mysticor. She also had to be ugly. She, Apparently. she didn't have a look. You can't run that castle without a look. Uh, yeah, evidently. Mm. She's, she's got a good look. It makes her t- talk different and everything. I'm, I'm kind of... She's very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Castisbella's got... She, she does have a good look. She's, she's, she's no peek-a-blue. She, <laughs> well, this is just getting weird now. But, um... No, I'll, you're going to make fun of me for thinking this, but I swear there was one point before the old lady was doing all her card magic mm-hmm. and she was like she was like whoo wouldn't you know i was like what if there's a reveal and it's like cast a spell and like cast a spell came and like helped them in disguise but it wasn't oh, that you it, it was out. almost that i did figure it out i'm so smart <clears throat> i i'm so brilliant everyone <laughs> i don't think i was even trying to figure it out but see i thought it was like cast was like disguising herself on purpose i didn't know okay. that she was under a curse and that they had essentially freed her see yes so. oh 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 right and so this exp- <laughs> this explains why it had to be a flashback story right. <laughs> the entire time i was thinking why are we having this flashback uh Conceit. Why? Uh, it's because this why. is how uh, Castaspella got her castle back. That's right. <laughs> and then also, Mysticor got beautiful again. It did. And she got beautiful again. And then they had the same color scheme the whole time, which is why we should have known. And then we get back the to the uh, banquet hall, and um, Bo <laughs> is still trying to... Uh, be uh, Dora's boyfriend and he says something to ask her if she wants to go for a walk that's that's how you get a relationship in theory you talk about going on walks holding hands yeah mm-hmm. 
And, definitely do and that. Somehow, as, we, as we learned from episode before, oh, we got, you guys didn't see the Seahawks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they went to yeah. go hold hands. And how did he get doused with water? Because Cowl spoke magic into existence by accident. Oh, right, because because the the the, the castle so uh, potent with magic, or you have to be. And he says something about you have to be careful what you say in here because magic will happen. And then everybody laughs. They're like you were kind of forced that joke. You can't yeah. always end on a laugh. Well, someone rhymes with water. Yeah, there was I think no it was, I think it was just. Uh, I think you just. If there is anything literal, the the magic takes you literally, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the kingdom castle so of Mr. Sprog- 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 would be like, I'd die for some pie. And then he did. <laughs> That's grim. <laughs> then he'd be a pie. <laughs> then he would be a pie, okay. Hey, well, here I am again. Did you find where I was hiding today? If not, here's another chance. I have decided <clears throat> that whenever Loki gives us a moral that is just completely wrong, I'm just going to start calling it a Loki lie. And so, why is this one wrong? Why is this one wrong? Kindness, kindness is repaid, is repaid with, with kindness. That never happens. <laughs> Are you kidding? In the real world, children, when you're kind, don't expect anything from it. Kindness is its own reward. Looky, I was going to say this wasn't really yeah. an altruistic <laughs> lesson. Yeah, no, yeah, no. You're supposed to do it just to do it. Just do it just to do it. Kindness is not repaid with kindness. Kindness is repaid with getting <laughs> over. But you do it anyway because it's the right thing to do. That's a that's a that's a hard lesson for kids. They need to know. They, they need to, to know. They, they grow up fast. What if they didn't have Lookie at the end and it was just Rebecca and she just sort of <laughs> stone faced told you some hard truths about living? And then, well, I think I think kids they repay other kids with kindness more than adults do. Uh, maybe so. When they're faced with simple challenges like helping an old lady out of a gully. Uh, it's always a shame that we have to go straight from looky into ratings because I feel I feel like that mm-hmm. that puts us in an angry mood. But let's do let's do ratings for this one. Now I picked this one because I knew we we're going to get a a good cast of characters. Although I thought they feature more prominently, but it was still fun because we got to see more Tella. So. I am going to give this one... You know what? I wasn't a big fan of this one. I'm going to give it a three, I think. Whoa. Harsh. Mm. For me, that's harsh. That is pretty harsh. Three. I, the question is, is, like, I was, I was thinking about this. If you picked all the, all the ones that you thought were good, then wouldn't you always give it a good rating? Well, uh, sometimes I can be wrong. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, oh, so I'm going to give this... Uh, what do we call it? Uh, lo, lo, low Gully Jug Band... Uh, t- <laughs> tickets. I'm going to get three low gully jug band tickets. Out of five. Out of five. Okay. Harsh. I mean, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of it for, for a long time, especially because of Bo and his music, which I just cannot stomach. However, the reveal at the end was delightful, so I'm going to give it four gully jugs out of five. Okay. I'm more on the page with Will. I I didn't... I, I, I thought I was I thought I was all right. Shit, I... I don't know. I, I just come to expect more out of she episodes. That is true. Mm-hmm. They they do get pretty sophisticated, you know. Yeah, now he, and again, He Man, I can rate a little bit better just because I know that it's it's a He Man episode. Sell toys. Oh, three point two. Okay, and I did like the music, so no, I feel okay. With two point eight. Was <laughs> 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 bringing that average you just down. Stole it right back from him. Yeah. Okay, it has been a couple of episodes or a few episodes since we had tips for the He-Man mobile game, Tappers of Grayskull, that we are all obsessed about, especially Rebecca. Look, I can't get She's excited about She's missing work over games. it. <laughs> yeah. It's, 
It's sad. <clears throat> but we're sti- we're sti- we're still committed. I've got a I've got a uh, I've had trouble getting past uh, the goddess character, but Scott is the master of this game, and he has some tips for us. Help me get past goddess. What's your tip if you get stuck in, in Tappers of Grace Skull? Okay, so you have to, you have to reach He Man to at least level eight hundred for this to okay. to, to work because of the. Uh, Power Power ups. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I do is I do uh, He-Man Smash, Grayskull Bluff, or Buff, Mm -hmm. I should say. And that gives you a boost on the next thing, Mm -hmm. which I pick Sorceress's Funds, Mm -hmm. then Orko's Funds. Okay. And then just smash it until uh, Orko's Funds runs out. Mm -hmm. And then I hit Meditation, Mm -hmm. which gives me more Orko's Funds. And then I hit Orko's funds again, <laughs> and I do it some more. And that usually that that combination, if I do it enough, it'll get me past a certain point where I can have enough gold to add to uh, to buy up the level of somebody that will get me past the point of being stuck. I have tried this tip, and this has got me out of a hole several times. This is a, this this does work. So a lot of times you'll just be on the cusp of uh, getting somebody, um, one of your masters evolved or something, and then it's uh, then you've got another. Uh, you're home free for another several stages or so. Excellent tip, Rebecca. Are you ready to try this? Um, hang on. I'm gonna have to go. I don't think I can try. <laughs> this is my phone. There's no tappers of Grace Skull on it. Okay, that is our show for today. Next week, we'll be reviewing Season 1, Episode 20 of He-Man, Dawn of the Dragoon. Remember that you can find our episode guide at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember to take your own giant pancake to the Low Gully Jug Band concert. That's right, although they will be checking for outside food. Spring Woods. So am I. Why don't we travel together? The road does lead through the dark forest of Mysticor. You'll be better off to have a man with you. Oh, thank you. I'll feel much safer with you. And so you should.